Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bridging the Digital Divide, a podcast that's hosted here at WCTV Wilmington Community Television. I'm Lisa Capala, your host, along with my Sherpa guide, who the library lends me, which is Brad McKenna. Hello, Brad. Hello, Lisa. Jeez, I feel like we haven't sat down here for a while, but... It's we're, been we're right on track. six weeks or so, yeah. Yeah, average about yeah. one a month or so. So we've been a little busy yeah. with the summer. It's summertime. So today we want to talk to you about two things and maybe some more stuff. Who knows what's going to come up? <laughs> uh, Dropbox is one of them and Slack is the other. So let's start with what is Dropbox, Brad? Because I keep getting notifications sure. every other day in my email. Do you want to join Dropbox? How mm. about being part of Dropbox? Your friend <laughs> wants you to be in Dropbox. What is it really? Cloud storage. That's it. So basically storing things in the internet uh, so you're not locked into having to have the document on your computer itself. That's it. Okay. So (laughs) how is that different? What is the the other method of storage that existed before Dropbox? Why is Dropbox the better, new, improved thing? Yeah, better can be is is up for debate, but the the old way is local storage, meaning you had to be at your computer to get at the documents or movies or music or pictures or anything. With cloud storage, you can log into your Dropbox account from one of the library computers or your friend's computers and be be able to access and, in some cases, edit those documents. All right. I like the sound of that, (laughs) except that why is that more beneficial to me? Because if I send myself the document in my email, which is what I often do, so I can access stuff. And then I open that email somewhere else. I can still look at the document in, I would guess, PDF format, Depends on the type, right? yeah. Depends on the so what is the, what's the true advantage? I guess I wouldn't have to think ahead. Like, what would be some of the applications that would be good for using Dropbox? Collaboration is a big one. So you can send someone a link, basically, to a document that they can access without having to attach that document on, oh. in the email itself. Okay. So it eliminates the process of here's the email that contains the document yeah. and attach. Right. Okay, but that only saves you like, what, 10 seconds? <laughs> really? What? So it's more about being able to share it out without having to worry. But... Every time I use Dropbox, I need to get permission. Can you talk about permissions when you get the links? Yeah, so you, you so you I have your account. <laughs> you have your account, right? So you up, yes. you log into your Dropbox and you have all of your cloud stored documents or pictures or whatnot. Right. Um, and then if, you can share that out. But anytime you get access to a new document, you have to have permission. And so if someone shares you the shares the document out with you you get an email with the link to it and then most of the time what's happening is you just have to log into your email um, and so that's usually what is going mm-hmm. on so like if you're sharing ind- individual documents um, it, the good thing is that you you don't have to like email a new link the link that you had originally has any kind of updates because mm-hmm. it's the same kind of document okay so the trouble I'm running into is all right I'm the creator uh, I'm, I'm the recipient of an original document then I want to send that to somebody else because oh they need to look at it too then they have to get permission from me to yeah. see that what a pain in the neck yeah I mean it's but I guess it's to protect me uh, in case creatively someone is sharing yeah. out the work without my knowledge mm-hmm. is that why it's yeah, it's really it's a pain. I think. Sorry, people <laughs> in Dropbox land, but I think it's kind of a pain. I like the for old sure, thing. and I think it's really mo- more useful for like business applications, right? So, right. like for a personal user, yeah. So, I mean, it's so okay. So, I'm writing something, and I need to share it with ten other people in the right, company. Right. So, I give them all permission in the link. Yep, and then. 
Yeah, so it's pretty simple. So like in the in the interface, you log into Dropbox.com and you click like the share button, and then you can type in the individual email addresses. And so Dropbox will actually send out that email to all of those people, so you wouldn't have to send it out multiple times. And, um, <laughs> you know, see, I can I see your kind of. You know, I am about technology. I'm going to tell you what Wikipedia says about it. It says uh-huh. Dropbox is a file hosting service operated by the American company Dropbox, Inc., which is in San Francisco, California. Of course it is. What are they going to come up with next? (laughs) It offers cloud storage, file synchronization. What is that? (laughs) That's just basically uh, the link is always going to have the most current version and newer newer versions. I'm not sure if Dropbox, I'll talk about a couple other cloud storage offerings, but uh, the, the newer versions of other software is you can have multiple people open the same document at the same time, make individual edits, and it will sync it into the same document. In real time. Yeah. Now that might be fun. Scary, but fun. That might be fun. I'm also thinking, too, if you are sending it out in a group and you make a lot of edits, that might be... Confusing, yeah, because yeah. you can overwrite people's changes. So, no, this yeah. is number one. Like, this is yeah. the old-fashioned way. Oh, edit number one. Oh, no, no, now I'm setting it up. <laughs> but if you can do it in real time with yeah. the synchronization right. function, that's pretty good. All right. It also says it has a personal cloud and client star- – it was a client startup company – by MIT, my favorite. In 2007, <laughs> MIT student Drew Houston and his friend Arash Fedrowski made it a startup company. And then, let's see, I guess they've been praised by the Crunchy Awards in 2010 for best internet application. I guess it depends on who you're talking about with that. Yeah, I just noticed it starting to come up recently Mm -hmm. that it was more and more in my inbox and that they were asking me stuff. So I thought, okay, this must be a thing. So you're saying it's mostly for businesses, not so much for personal so I mean, personal people will if they don't if they work from different locations or they're at different computers, it can become handy. So you right. you just store it in the cloud and you don't have to worry about not having a laptop or right. not bringing your laptop. So for those listening today who are not technically savvy like myself, although I'm much better now, it's just good for you to know what this is. Yeah. I don't know that you'll have a use for it yeah. if you're not in a business setting, but it's kind of good that you can bring it up at your next cocktail party. Hey, I, I will say Dropbox? one more thing about that before we move on is <laughs> yeah. like. I really don't particularly care for Dropbox because the editing in the browser capability is fairly new for them. And not only that, but you only get two gigabytes for free. Oh. Um, but you have other, there's so many other cloud storage. So like if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you have uh, iCloud. You have some iCloud storage. Uh, you have five gigabytes for free. Microsoft has OneDrive, which is cloud storage, and you get, again, five gigabytes for free. Um, and then Gmail or Google, you have a Google Drive app, for, and you get five gigabytes for free. Okay, so let's say that again. So Dropbox is the same, really, as... Mm, all these, yeah, so OneDrive, iCloud, Google Drive. That's why I say it's, it's stripping it down. It's just cloud storage. Um, but if you, you have to have a separate account for Dropbox. With Microsoft, if you have a Hotmail or a Live or an Outlook account, you automatically get a OneDrive uh, account as well. Same mm. with Gmail. When you have Gmail, a Gmail account, you automatically get a Google Drive account. And so if you're going to use one of these, I would recommend if you have one of those email addresses, just use that drive instead of creating another account for yes, another company. Yes, I agree. Sorry, yeah. Dropbox. They've also been blocked in China. Uh, everybody's blocked in China. Shocking. <laughs> uh, since 2014, I guess um, it has a five-star privacy rating from the Electronic Frontier Foundation, oh, but good, yeah. China's not into them. And here's no. why Dropbox was founded. 
Interesting. Dropbox founder Drew Houston conceived the Dropbox concept after repeatedly forgetting his USB flash drive uh, while he was a student at MIT. Mm-hmm. In 2009, Meet the Team post on Dropbox blog, he wrote that existing services at the time suffered problems with internet latency. What does he mean by that? So when you click on something, the latency is how quickly that uh, that action is responded. And so, like, you want to download a document or open a document, and it, there's, a, like, a, a buffer. Or there's a delay okay. between you actually getting to what you're trying to get to. Well, you know, people, <laughs> I don't have a second of patience, no. but I get it. Okay, so latency is the quickness quickness with which the information is departed. Essentially. To you, or imparted to you, I should say. Yeah. All right. And he said there were problems with bugs, and it just made him think too much that he needed to do something different. And so that's why Dropbox was born wonderful. I guess it also offers an automatic photo uploading feature. So maybe if you're a photo bug, this might be something for you, allowing users to automatically upload photos or videos from cameras, tablets, SD cards, or smartphones. So what he's saying there is you can, all these cloud services, you can install an app on your desktop app on your laptop or your computer. And when you plug in a uh, phone or camera or something, Dropbox recognizes that and gives you the option to upload the pictures from the camera through the app to the cloud. And so you have to install something. If you get a new PC, uh, it used to, you used to have a Dropbox. They used to have a, a free trial. Well, not free trial, but they used to pre-install Dropbox because Microsoft had an agreement with Dropbox. All new computers get a Dropbox app pre-installed. Hmm. Now they have OneDrive. So now you get OneDrive installed. And so I wonder if they used Dropbox for that meeting setup yeah. for all of that, <laughs> allowing that to be pre-installed. Yeah, that's the stuff that gets confusing to yeah. me. I don't even know I know how I got Dropbox. My boss, Sean Neville, created a Dropbox yeah. account, and that's how I got involved. But I bet other folks, when you get a notification Dropbox from Dropbox, I was like, how did this, mm-hmm. how is this even here? So if it happens... Obviously, it's going to be usually from someone you know with a document that you're aware of. I guess also June 11th of this year, they unveiled a new Dropbox, as if it wasn't great enough (laughs) already. So their mission is to offer robust collaboration workspace Mm -hmm. that helps users find, retrieve, organize, and prioritize their files. It helps them collaborate with others and stay focused on their most important work isn't that lovely? Fancy. Super duper great. I'm not against them. I just yeah. don't like more new stuff all the time. And if you've got something that already does it, yeah. why do I need another thing that does it? I think That's Dropbox I was the first big cloud storage offering. And now it's like everybody has a cloud storage. So it's kind of like I give them credit for being the first. <sighs> so are they like the Kleenex? Yeah. Of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we used to call Xerox, right? Yeah, Xerox, Xerox is, is yeah. a copy, but we used the to say Xerox get a Xerox of that, or yeah. Kleenex is a tissue Same brand. Thing, yeah. So I'm guessing, yeah. yes. Yeah. So Dropbox, I guess, is the universal umbrella for cloud, cloud storage. storage. Yeah, yeah I can see fabulous. That. Yeah. So happy for them. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean about it. It's just that there is always just so much bombarding <laughs> yeah. us, and it does get a little confusing. So along with Dropbox, we wanted to kind of tie Slack to that. Mm-hmm. And that is something you may not have heard of, which I also had not heard of until we began uh, in real time sharing information here at WCTV. Oh, so cool. let's tell them what that yeah. is. So Slack is like an instant messaging app on steroids. And so the way they t- they link in is like uh, Slack, is, you can have like almost like plugins in your browser. And one of the plugins is a Dropbox plugin. And so it's basically just this, huge, this big window where you can, you have to be invited to a workspace. And then within that workspace, 
place you can actually have like conversation topics and our old friend the hashtag comes back in and so you can basically it helps you categorize topics based for a project this is really business oriented right i don't think you would use it in your personal life well i was thinking about that Mm -hmm. so let's say you're going to have a 50th surprise birthday party yeah good point right yeah so slack is mostly for business we use it Mm -hmm. here on wctv to create the little blurbs we call them that go at the beginning of our shows so when you go to look at a show it'll say on this episode of where's wilmington blah 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 this is what's going on so the slack channel the slack use here is i can put that information in and it can go to my boss and it can Mm -hmm. go to Ryan who helps do all the programming. So that's good because it's sort of like we're all in the same room talking but we're not actually there. And it's in real time, which I like. Right? So, an application for the regular folks out there would be you're planning a 50th birthday party and you've got people from all over the place that want to chime in ideas and you want to keep it kind of quiet in that one little group where you've mm-hmm. only invited the people that you want to talk about it. That would be a great way to yeah, do Yeah, for that. sure. Because even with those Evite invitations and yeah, such where they leave right. rooms for room for comments, it's not the same. So no. the Slack channel is kind of like a party line, really. Yeah. Where you See? Yeah, <laughs> the old stuff. Where you sort of invite other people people yeah. to the group to get involved and then you can it's almost like instant mes- messaging but it, it, really. it's more than instant messages but that's basically how the most u- most frequently used aspect of it right so it, it would like um, so you said it's real time and it is real time right. so you can see if the person's online you can talk in real yes. time but if you're not and you're part of that that work group you can go back and see all the conversations yes. so That's it's not nice like you lose it yeah right so you so if let's say I'm not at the office and we're working on something mm-hmm. Slack notifies me that yes. some new stuff is in there too yeah. which is nice but not nice yeah notifications <laughs> <laughs> it's nice but not nice but we know we can go to settings yes. and change that if we want to yeah. but um, it's good because you, you're not left out of the loop and if you've got a like our office is somewhat part-time. Some of us are part-time. Some of us are full-time. Mm-hmm. So it's helpful that way to keep the communication open in a one area space rather than 15 or 20 yeah. emails, yeah, right. which don't seem like they're in real time. Even though in an email you'll see what time it was sent, yeah. the Slack channel is a little bit more fun, yeah. too. You I keep calling more. it a channel. Yeah. It's not really a channel. The Slack app, would you say? So yeah, so the Slack app, you download, You don't have to. You can go through the browser and do it, but it, you, you get more features if you download the Slack app onto the computer. Okay. Um, and then you can have... Uh, I think it's a workspace, and I think channels are what you call like the hashtags. And so do you guys use multiple channels, or is it all just like one group? I believe, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say (laughs) it's all one group, (laughs) I think, pretty much. Because I think we were all invited as staff members to be able to pretty much clearinghouse put anything we kind of want to put on there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were using it in a non-business setting, you might want to have a family Slack channel where all of your family's in there. Or maybe you're in a large book club or a religious group and you want to kind of put things in there. Because you can have different groups. Yep. And everybody doesn't have to be in the same group. Right. So So that's kind of nice. You would would have the one, the, the benefit of the app there would be you would have all your, your groups that you were invited to in one place. Correct. So you can switch between those two and so Which you don't have nice. to like install two versions of Slack or something. Right. <laughs> and from what I understand, 
all types of information can be transmitted through Slack, meaning I could put a JPEG in yeah. there. Yeah, that's hey, one of the... Yeah, I used the right term. <laughs> I could put a picture, for yeah. those of us who like the real word, yeah. in there. And yeah. there, so it's, it's uh, not specific as far as what it will allow you yeah. to do. You're pretty much open to put anything in there. Pretty much. So I know you can you can have the Dropbox app, and you can actually share a document in your Slack app, and that it links to the Dropbox, and so all the changes that were made, you can actually access through wow. your Slack channel. That is some yeah. pretty highfalutin technology <laughs> right there. But so you can link all these things now. Yep. If you buy a computer for your home or a tower or a laptop or whatever you buy, how do you know if Slack? Is on there, it, or if it's capable to even receive the technology. Yeah, so you're pretty much you're going to be able to install it, and I don't think Slack comes pre-installed. And so what you do is just click on the Start menu and look at your all programs and see, go down to S and see if Slack is there. And if it isn't, just go to Slack.com, and it'll, you'll be basically uh, pushed to download it because they want you to yes. download the app. How do we know that's safe? I haven't heard anything yeah. bad about it, and I'm sure if we're using it here, it's got to be pretty darn safe. But how do we know it's yeah, safe? Yeah, I mean, it's been around for a while, so it definitely has it. So um, if, if it's some kind of weird app that you haven't heard of and nobody heard of, I usually just do a quick Google search, like safety right. of app name. And so if you are concerned about the safety of Slack, do do a quick search um, and see what people are saying so about it. So just type in the app and then the word safety? Yeah, you can do that. Oh. And if safety doesn't work, is like you can also do reviews because there's right. a, a lot of different kind of companies that do reviews on these apps. Right. And it'll say, it'll give you not just safety, but like usability and reviews of it. It'd be interesting too to see who wins with all these wars because you said there are a lot of cloud-based storage mm-hmm. companies, not just Dropbox. Mm-hmm. So eventually, will there be just one? I would like it if there yeah. would be just one. But I know there are so many interfaces and so many different configurations that computers have. How would you ever do that? Yeah, I think but I really like that one-stop shopping, even though it's a monopoly. Yeah. And I know it's not good. I really, as the consumer, I sometimes get a little concerned where, oh, Dropbox is the same as this thing. Yeah. I use this thing. And, you know, it's so confusing to there's the consumer. There's so many products. And, and there's no really one right answer here. It just depends on who the people you work and live with are, are what, what they're using, your friends and everybody. So like, right. if you're not using, if you're not using, if everybody's using um, uh, OneDrive or something like that, then you're going to use it. So they give you different features and stuff like that. It was kind of like when MySpace was big and Facebook was kind of yeah. like the dorky one. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. who comes out on top, who rises mm-hmm. to yeah. the top of the cream of the cloud <laughs> people. Yeah. Anything else we should know about Slack or Dropbox before we go ahead and do our food for thought? So Slack is just an instant messenger type thing, but you can also do audio and video calls through it. Oh. You can do desktop sharing. So if you wanted to show something, but you don't want you don't want it to upload it, you could share your desktop with people online at that time. Wow. And so you can show them something. It's really great. I mean, instant huh. messaging, which is basically what this is at the strictest sense, has come a long way right. because this platform is really, it was originally created to, to clean out email inboxes and have right. like those one line emails that you send back and forth instead of clogging your inbox with 50 okay yes i get it I stuff know, like that you just do a slack you do a quick conversation with slack okay how what would be the pros and cons of using any of these apps so right now we're, we're just talking about a slack i don't know of any like so like there's uh there's other the instant messaging game is really kind of gone by the wayside because so many people like text or just, just continue to right, email right right so I'm, uh, I'm not sure it'd be interesting i'll have to do a quick I mean, search how would you know which of these cloud storage apps would be <laughs> right for 
took me a while to get that sentence, yeah. would be right for you. I mean, I suppose it's yeah. whatever you're exposed to as far as whatever your friends invite you to join. But, yeah. you know, does it really matter? I've found that you're never going to be able to use just one because people in your life are going to use different apps. You know what I used to hate? When you would get a, a document and it would ask you, do you want to convert that? Oh. Because my system didn't accept whatever, oh. or you know, like a Microsoft document, yeah. a lot of times it'll ask you to convert it yeah. to a PDF or something like that. It, is that similar to what we're talking about here? It doesn't seem like it because Not it really. seems like the data is transmitted in the same way. Yeah, it's it's sort of like driving your car. All cars drive the same, but not yeah. all cars are the exactly. same. Exactly, getting there today. <laughs> so if that's the case, yeah. then all of these, there really is no pro or con as to why you would or wouldn't use it. It's whatever your needs might be, and yeah. and what and yeah. because most of this is business-based, whatever your company uses yeah. is probably what you're going to So the interface use. preferences, how where things are placed, what things are called, how it looks, whether you want another account or not, because like I said earlier, right. you have email, if you have a Gmail, you have a Google Drive, so you don't need to know another password. But with Dropbox, you do need to have a different password or and log on. Right. So there's that ease. And then there's the how much... Gigabytes. Yeah, how many space? Yeah, how much space mm-hmm. do you need? If you're a huge yeah. company, mm-hmm. you're already going to know that you need a ton of space, and you're probably going to be paying for that. Right. I don't know if there are any systems that already have that kind of piped in with your fee. It seems like <laughs> everything is kind of a la carte these days. Yeah. So I don't know. Because yeah, you can all these ones give you options for like premium or you know whatever tiers they're calling to buy more right. space. And I would assume that if you are the type of person who's going to need that extra ton of space you probably know that yeah you're probably technically savvy enough (laughs) that you already know that you need 60 gigabytes or whatever it is you need (laughs) i would think i would think most of us would just probably use the basic amount unless there's some crazy project that you're doing and then those files are usually temporary right and so you can use the cloud storage. I'm looking at them. you like, oh, really? <laughs> well, let's explain <laughs> that. What do you mean? So you if, mean you're working on like, if you're working on a project and it's just like specs or something for that project, you, after the project is done, usually oh, yeah. you, you print those out and save them in a folder somewhere and you don't need to have them in the cloud storage anymore. You certainly can. Now, I like the sound of that because I'm a print person. Yeah. I like the physical aspect of something so i like the idea of that yeah and we have talked before at length about the cloud i can't remember which episode but it was way early on the cloud is safe right absolutely so the cloud is servers upon servers upon servers upon servers redundancy exactly what you people (laughs) in the know call it so the cloud itself is safe yeah as far as we know, as safe as it can be with yes. the word safe in relation to all of this jazz. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is just another little avenue that you can use. Sure. Dropbox and Slack are just kind of little avenues that we just kind of wanted to feature because we've been hearing a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I have been anyway. And so I thought, you know, maybe I'm not the only one that wonders why the heck does this suddenly <laughs> seem like it's in my face all the time yeah. where it wasn't before. Yeah, yeah. All right. Shall we do our food for thought? Let's do it. Wonderful. And now it's time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. All right, so Slack, like I said, is basically an instant messaging application on steroids. The first instant messaging application was the Zephyr Notification Service created in the 1980s by MIT, and they still use it today. I love MIT. And I love how they use the same stuff. Yeah. And the new stuff, too. Yeah. But I love MIT. Never been there. I think it's a great school. 1980. Yeah. Wow. Now, that must seem like a long time ago to you. 
That, yes. Because, yeah. Yes, that was like <laughs> There's a little bit of an age gap between Brad and I here, which is okay. Uh, the 80s does not seem that long ago to me, but I'm certainly glad that it's still around and we're yeah. still using the same basis of technology. Yeah. We're just ramping it up as we go along. Technology, like newer technologies today, are usually a lot older than you think. Like we have a 3D printer at the library. 3D printing technology has been around since 1983. That cracks me up too. <laughs> yes, and I've, I don't know if I've even ever seen 3D printing done, so yeah. I guess I'll I better get myself on over to the library. Can you tell folks about the companion page and how they can get in touch with us if they have ideas for shows? Sure. So if you go to wilmlibrary.org slash BDD, Bridging the Digital Divide, I didn't want to spell that out in a URL. Right, right. Awesome. <laughs> if you go there, it'll give you the most current episode with a contact form at the bottom. So if we did something wrong or something yes. really right yes. or you have any comments, please let us know. Yeah. So if there's something you want to know about that we can research, we love doing that. We love sharing stuff mm-hmm. with you guys. So we are in Season 2, Episode 12. Wow. And I know, right? And we will be back with you guys again shortly. And thank you again for listening. This podcast has been produced at WCTV from Brad and I. We'll be with you again soon for Bridging the Digital Divide.